Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Empathic Entrepreneur Podcast with me, your host, Anna Longstokes. I am really excited for today's topic. We're kind of taking a little break from chatting about energy and business, and we're just going to talk about energy today. But I will say that this topic definitely impacts your business, but this is just kind of more of a general energetic concept we're going to talk about. So the topic for today's um, podcast episode is what is foreign energy and how does it impact us? This is a really riveting topic, at least I happen to think so. And um, it's something that I'm always exploring. I'm exploring it at a basic level and I'm exploring it at a more complex level all the time as an energy worker and a teacher of clairvoyance studies. So in today's episode, we're going to talk a lot about what foreign energy is and how it can impact us because it's a little bit sneaky and there's a lot of times where we don't even know it's in our space. But before we get into that, I wanted to quickly mention that my Everyday Magic 101 class is happening in mid-February. And this class is going to be super fun. It's four classes. They are held live. So you get to hang out with me. And we're going to spend four weeks learning how to work with psychic tools, empathic tools, so that you get to have more magic in your everyday life. This is a prerequisite to my year-long clairvoyant training, and it's also just a great way for you to get to work energy in such a way that a lot of these concepts that I talk about, such as the topic today, um, you can kind of like take the next step with it. Uh, the meditations that I do each month, they help, um, but it also helps to be able to do it on your own and learn the tools on your own. So this class is four weeks long. You're going to learn all the basic tools to ground your space, clear it of foreign energy, um, create, create spirit-based goals for yourself and bring those into life without the effort of the body having to be involved. And you're going to learn how to create energy boundaries. Our society is obsessed with creating boundaries through physical space and even the words we use. But people don't talk a lot about energy. And this class has a whole week where we focus on energy boundaries, which are really, really important for people who are a little bit more energetically aware, sensitive, or empathic, such as yourself, if you're listening to this podcast. Um, so check that out. It's mid-February, and you can find out more on my website, which has officially switched over to www.analongstokes.com. So if you're going to the old Empathic Energy Method, it should be forwarding you to my new site, but if it's taking a minute, you can just go right on over to that new site, analongstokes.com. Okay, so foreign energy. What is foreign energy? Foreign energy, when I use that term, it's really, really simple. It means any energy that is not your energy. So you've heard me talk about this in a couple of my episodes. And if you've taken some energy work classes with me, you'll understand this concept, which is that we each have our own signature energy vibration. 
it's unique to us. No one's is exactly the same as us. It's almost like we each have our own radio station where if we tune it into that dial, it's like, it's our favorite songs. It's static free. It's the best of the best. That is what it's like when you're in your own energy. It's the best of the best. Your energy, your energy, your unique vibration is always going to feel the best to you. And you might be thinking, that's not true, Anna. Like, I suffer from depression. I get melancholy. I'm angry a lot. The reality is, a lot of that isn't your energy. It's not your truth. And when you learn to effectively clear foreign energy out of your space, you can change what you might think right now is your baseline. You can even change your temperament. So foreign energy is anything outside of us. So when I do my meditations and I teach my everyday magic class, we work a lot on clearing energy out of our space that isn't ours. That's always the first thing that we work on is we attach a grounding cord and we let our body and our aura know, hey, it's safe to release. It's safe to release anything that is built up in my energy body. If this is a new concept to you that energy can enter your space that's not you, I just want you to remember, just think about energy and how subtle it is. Energy is everything and makes up everything. And there's just different levels of subtlety to it. So as energy gets less subtle and more dense, it becomes an object um, in its most subtlest form, which is really the energy that you're working with in the psychic realm. It's not usually seen by the naked eye, and it's often not really felt by the average person, um, or at least acknowledged. We are taught from a very young age to not give credence to our senses that cannot be proven or that are not factually driven. Um, so whether you're someone who you've taken my empath quiz and you're more of an empathic feeler, you may walk through life truly feeling energy. And this is a really powerful ability. It can also be debilitating, especially if you don't realize that in that feeling of the energy, you have taken that energy on inadvertently. And maybe you haven't let it go. Maybe you haven't grounded it out or moved it out of your space. Um, if you're clairvoyant, if you were born and this ability was very activated, that ability to empathically see, then maybe when you were young, you had a lot of imaginary friends that you saw. Maybe you saw people's auras or you saw energy. And depending on the family you came from, maybe you were invalidated. It's possible you were validated for that, but it's probably more likely that your parents told you you were making it up or not to share that. And so you slowly started to shut that ability down because you were not validated for it. In fact, you were um, essentially energetically punished for your abilities. So it's very common when I start working 
with psychics in the clairvoyant training. They know they have these abilities, but they've been dampened over years of societal and familial programming about these abilities being somehow wrong or bad or dangerous. So foreign energy, as we are energetic beings, we walk through life. We have energy centers in our body, which are our chakras. They allow us to sense energy. Um, Each chakra has different abilities associated with it. And so depending on where the health of your chakra is at or how open or closed it is, you'll have a different level of awareness about certain energies. For instance, if you are an empathic feeler, someone who really senses energy in that feeling way, um, you likely have a very activated and open second chakra where you are, your second chakra is kind of out there in the world with its little uh, tingly grabbers sensing the energy before your mind even processes like, oh, um, th- this is this. Like this happens a lot when I, I I tend to, you know, there's that person, maybe that person you don't want to see, an ex-employee, an ex, uh, you know, someone you haven't been speaking to, you go to the grocery store and you ever just kind of know they're there before you see them. That stuff happens to me all the time. And for a long time, even into my psychic development, I didn't realize what this was. And now I realize what it is, is that my chakras are always sensing energies. So, you know, my ears are hearing, my eyes are seeing, my hands are feeling, my my taste buds are tasting. We understand this in a tangible way with our bodies, but our chakras are doing the same things. And what ends up happening is that these chakras send information to each other on the information highway. They're all kind of piled up on top of each other in our body. And so my second chakra can sense an energy. It has a knowingness about this person who has been in my life before, and it sends that energy up to my sixth chakra, which is my seeing space. And then it kind of projects into an image in my mind's eye, almost like if I were reading a book and I was reading about a character I was familiar with. And then lo and behold, two minutes later, turn the turn the corner with your cart and you run into that person and you have to make small talk and you're like, ah, damn it. I knew I was going to see that person. So that, you know, and that's how you're like, oh, I'm so psychic. This might happen to you guys a lot where you're like, you know, that person's going to call before they call. Um, So there's these ways our chakras work and they're always sensing um, and relaying information to one another so that we can be safe so that we can receive information from spirit. There's a lot of different reasons for this, but um, these are our subtle energy centers. And then we have our aura around us, this big kind of information center around us. And it is a reflection of the health of our chakras and how we are kind of working and operating in all these different areas of our life. But the thing about it is, is all of these are very subtle. So even as I talk about them, you might not see them. And even if you go through an entire clairvoyant program, if you're expecting to walk out of it and be able to walk around the world and see layers of the aura or see colors, that's usually not how clairvoyance works for people. It's a projection in their mind's eye 
where they train that space and even eyes open, they are able to see visuals of the energy that they are sensing. So as we go and we walk through the world, we are constantly intermingling with anyone we come into contact with. So you go to the grocery store, that example of going to the grocery store, not only did I come into contact with this person that maybe I didn't want to see, I also came into contact with all the people I said excuse me to as I walked through the aisle, uh, the bakery person who helped me grab something, the meat deli, like whatever it was, you can go into a store and um, as an empath, you can pick up a lot of information. And this is why if you take a lot of those kind of more basic empath quizzes, they'll be like, oh, empaths don't like to be in groups or large spaces. And I mean, yeah, that can be true, especially if you haven't learned how to set protective energy boundaries up around you that kind of move with you through life. Um, and if you haven't learned how to clear energy, it can feel very heavy to put yourself in a situation where you have picked up a lot of people's energies inadvertently walking around in the world. So why do empaths in particular pick up more of this foreign energy is kind of the question I feel like some of you might be asking. Um, the reason we do this is it's a, a healing mechanism. We're often very strong healers, whether we are aware and conscious of this or unconscious of this. We might be the most grounded person in the room, the safest person in the room, and people want to put their energy in our space because it makes them feel better. Um, so they might inadvertently leave a part of their energy in our space because that part, the part they left in our space, it feels good in our space. Even though they've dropped a part of their selves in our space, which you might be thinking, well, how does that feel good to them? Well, look at it this way. If you're walking around in a body and you have 100% pain in your body and you find someone and just like a slice of pie, you give them 20% and you give someone else 20% and you give someone else 20%. You have essentially given away that part of yourself, that part of your energy body that was full of pain. And a lot of empaths will hold that and store that um, for all different types of reasons that I'm not going to get into right now. But that's one way that, you know, we don't really want foreign energy in our space. So I'm not saying that as an empath, you need to walk around the world in a bubble, totally shielded from everyone and everything, because that's not life. That's not why you came here. You didn't come here to live in a bubble and not talk to anyone and not go to any group events. That's not what I'm here to talk to you about. I'm just here to make you aware of the possibility that uh, foreign energy is anything outside of you and that when it interacts with you, you probably need to clear it out of your space afterwards or else it will impact you. So we've spent a minute just talking about foreign energy. So foreign energy, anything outside of you. So could be a friend's energy, could be a coworker, could be a client, a customer. Definitely, I see it with social media. There are times I'm reading people and I can pretty distinctly tell like, oh, there's this energy in your space. It looks like it's coming from social media or it looks like it's coming from maybe a client. It looks like it's coming from... A family member, they tend to just kind of have these different energy vibrations I've noticed uh, over the years of reading people. And so, you know, we walk through life, we pick this stuff up, that's all fine and dandy, but we just want to make sure we're clearing it out. So that's one way we can pick it up from society, family, friends, 
clients, customers. Um, you can also pick it up from beings, uh, beings without bodies, uh, energies that uh, are the, are still on the planet, kind of uh, sharing space with us. That could look like all types of things. And so that may impact you. That may impact you, make your body really uncomfortable. It might be a really high vibration that makes you uncomfortable, or it might be a very low vibration. These energies can come in many shapes and forms. And so how can this impact you in your day-to-day life? That's what we're going to talk about next. And this is a really easy one. It can impact you in all ways. So what I mean by that is depending on the person and the energy that was left in your space, that will be what you have taken on. Um, I explain this to my students a lot where it's absolutely miraculous how often I feel bad. It could be that I feel depressed. It could be that I feel extremely resistant to doing something. Um, I'm going to give an example. Um, uh, that clairvoyant class that I taught this week with my program, I was hitting just the worst energy of resistance all week. And it wasn't until I got into my classroom that I realized it wasn't my energy. It was my students' energy, and I hadn't been doing a great job of keeping them out of my space. And they were hitting resistance for for reasons because they were about to clear foreign energy from their space at a new level. And that can be painful and hard to do. And the foreign energy that wants to sit there wants to sit there. It wants to dig its claws and it wants to stay there. And so it takes a it can take a, a really strong um, person to get through the types of meditations that you kind of have to sit through when you're in a clairvoyant training. You know, everything starts out fine and dandy in the energy magic class. You start out with these 10 minute meditations, 15, maybe you work up to about 30 minutes. And then in the clairvoyant training, I have them in meditation for often like an hour at a time. And, you know, that takes a lot um, to clear that much energy. It's really hard to talk about because you kind of have to go through it to get it. But um, if you've done it, then you then you probably get it. But essentially, I was carrying around a lot of resistance energy in my space that wasn't mine. And we got through it as a group in class and it felt amazing afterwards. The resistance was gone. Didn't feel any of the resistance. Um, This happens a lot with grief and depression, sadness. Um, You'll see... Uh, maybe couples or families who will match each other in an energy of grief and depression. Maybe a sister will lose a spouse and the other sister will carry a lot of that depression to help um, buffer the load for their sister. And while that might seem uh, like a way to heal someone, that's actually kind of a traditional form of healing is I'm going to heal you by taking your grief on. It's not sustainable. It's not healthy for you. A lot of disease in our body is nothing more than built up foreign energy and pain, which is why I'm a huge proponent of energy clearing meditation. Energy is real. It creates problems in our body that are tangible. It creates emotions in our body that are tangible. So if you've been walking through life and you've been picking up other people's energies, and it could be distraction, it could be ADHD energy, it could be all types of energy. Now, I'm not saying that 
energy is the cause of everything. I mean, I believe at the root of everything, energy is everything. But I'm not saying there aren't, you know, changes, differences in people's brains and DNA that can cause disease. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is that energy can do a lot to mitigate symptoms and it can do a lot to heal, especially healing things that are there because of the energy that's foreign that's in your body. Um, I have a friend who's a renowned healer and they have cleared, you know, they've seen all types of things. Cancer is a big one. You know, if you, where is the cancer at in the body and why is it there? What, what has been shielded in that space? It can be pain stored in the body. It can be a shift that's needed in someone's life. Not always, but it can be. And I look at it like, why not just make the changes we need to try to live our best, healthiest lives, whether that's eating well, exercising, or having a regular energy clearing routine. Because having foreign energy in your space, not only can it cause disease and depression and all types of energies you don't want, it can just make you feel poo-poo, not great. So foreign energy can impact all areas of your life. And then that ripples into your business as well. You know, I talked about this, gosh, I think it was a couple of weeks ago on the podcast episode where it was like, are you matching your broke clients? Essentially, that's about taking in the energy of a broke client and making those pictures, ideas, and energies your own, and then seeing life through that filter until you can clear it out of your space. So taking on foreign energy can definitely impact many areas, all areas of your business as well. So finally, how do we clear foreign energy out of our space? You know, everyone has um, a different answer around this. Uh, the psychic work I do is 100% focused. Like that is the number one reason I do clairvoyant readings is so that I can clear energy out of my space. Whenever I give a reading, I am clearing energy from my space. It is not a one-way street. So not only is the person I'm reading uh, clearing energy, I am as well. And same with the form of healing that I do. So I do that. I meditate for 30 minutes every day. And that's how I clear energy. I also like to exercise. There's a certain tangible release and expression that I get through exercise. Um, I do think that some people clear energy through exercise. I think exercise, especially the people who do it at an excessive level, can actually be a form of distraction from the energy that they can't look at, they haven't looked at, or they haven't been able to clear. So what they do is they try to put their body constantly in a state of uh, dopamine influx, or they try to numb it through alcohol and drugs. Like there's all types of cool things, and I'm doing that in quotes, cool things we can do to deal with uncomfortable energy in our space. And some of them might seem healthy, like exercise. And it's, you know, it's good to a degree, but if you're not getting to the root of the problem, which is clearing the energy from your space, then, you know, there's only so much exercise you can do. And so I'm a huge proponent of energy clearing meditation. And yeah, so you can check out my free seven day meditation challenge. If you go to my podcast, you can see it as, um, as there, there's a link to like, there's, there's that. And then I'm tagging, I'm tagging podcasts that have to do with 
the monthly uh, meditations as well. So any of those meditations are going to be working really directly with energy, and that's a good starting point if you're not ready to take my everyday ma- uh, my empathic everyday magic class quite yet. Although I highly encourage it, it's a beautiful first step to really getting seniority over your body and learning what foreign energy in your space actually feels like and how to clear it. Okay, that's all for today. I will be back at it next week. And in the meantime, keep creating.